This is the Gary V Audio Experience. What's up, podcast fam? Today's episode is the best 11 minutes from a fireside chat that Gary did with Tyra Banks back in 2018. They discussed social media best practices and how to maximize attention today on each platform. Hope you all enjoy. Okay, on a personal brand level, Facebook is the single most important platform still because of scale. Just, just true general scale. Unless what you want to talk about and what you're about only skews 21 and under, you have to be on Facebook. To me, that's oxygen. And what should they be talking about on Facebook? What and then let's talk about the, the difference between a personal Facebook page and a business Facebook page with them as the head of their business. Should it be one or should it be separate? What Tyra's talking about is there's two ways to play on Facebook. You can build a business page, a personal page. If you have any commercial ambitions, it should be a, a business page. They work different on the algorithm. You'll have different tools. So the answer is for business purposes, we're here. It's a, it's a business page. Uh, you should be talking about whatever you want to be talking about. Should you, should you share family stuff or personal stuff on the business page or keep it business? Uh, I, no, I, I'm a very big believer that people overthink this. I think you can go anywhere with it. I think you're going to look at data and see what happens. Some people resonate on a personal level, others don't. Again, I think this comes down to self-awareness. I also think the type of content you post is self-awareness. There's people in here that can write their off, but like freeze when there's a camera. You know, I can't put two sentences together, but I can, you know, I can do my thing when there's a camera. There's audio, there's pictures, there's captioning it, you're clever, you're smart. So there's a lot of variables. I think, you know, one thing that I want to make sure all of you understand is that the written word, video, and audio have been the way we've always consumed stuff, and it's the way we will always consume stuff. And so I think one of the things is Right now, the medium is so visual that I think a lot of people here are pressured into thinking it's about the camera world, and I think there's incredible upside in written word and audio. I think everybody at this point understands is a lot bigger than we Which thought three or four years ago. Second, because you talked about it last year and it's blown up. Um, Instagram. You know, so Instagram's the next establishment. It is the establishment. It is the most contemporary and important platform, in my opinion. It, it's already gotten to the 50 and 60 year old set, so it's pretty much now at scale, right? Um, there's an awful lot of attention on it. Uh, I think that for most people, it, it's a requirement as well to me. DMing on Instagram is stunningly effective, even to the most powerful people. Uh, so that's a little fun fact. I think there's access that's playing out on Instagram. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's an incredibly important product. And how important is it that the photo aesthetically pleasing in some type of way? I, I, I have empathy if you come from the industry you come from, if somebody says that they're building a high fashion brand, I still think that Cartier's best move is to show a little humility and a little like not fanciness. Mm-hmm. So I, I think anything that acts human always wins. So for me, I'm less precious about that. Mm-hmm. But for you and Cartier, if it, that's 90% of it, I understand that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't think it, means anything. When you talk about my Instagram looks like a mess, I don't, I don't think a lot of people, I think we overthink the way it looks like as a, as a, like a net I go on Tyra's account and we underthink about what it looks like in stream which is how we actually consume it. So I've got a different point of view than the market on that. Snapchat, which I don't understand how to use that thing. I still don't. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm, I was doing, trying to record videos the other day for something else, but using their filters. Uh-huh. And I was like, I have no idea if the whole world is looking at me. <laughs> right um, 
Snap is still extremely big, you know, 13 to 28. Um, but the story feature on Instagram took a lot of momentum out of the system. As soon as Instagram started stories, I was not using Snapchat anymore. Yep. I, you know, for me, I think that, uh, I think trading attention, I think Snapchat's actually one of the most interesting places to be on right now because everybody bounced, yet there's still an ungodly amount of tension if you care about 11 to 30. So maybe you're, you know, if, if you're doing B2B hardware, Snap is not gonna matter, but, face, but Facebook is. And I think people don't understand that Facebook would for a company like that. Um, but again, if you're starting a lifestyle fashion brand and maybe your audience is millennials 25 to 45, if you're, if you're a really thoughtful marketer, you'll realize that winning 13 to 22 will drive your business. So I think Snap matters if you're demo, if you care about winning under 25, but I'm not convinced that they make it out of this. They're gonna have to innovate their product. They're gonna have to come up with something. Now, Snap is very wisely invested in AR you know, they own Bitmoji. There's things they're doing. And I think Evan's a very uniquely interesting guy. I know him a little bit. I know Snap extremely well. But I think, I, I, to me, that is a nice to have versus a requirement. Other than, again, if you're starting a, a hoodie company, it's requirement. Twitter. Twitter's the water cooler of our society, you know, which has an important place to be, I think Twitter's more about listening and reacting than pushing out content, which is why so many people struggle with Twitter. So for example, even you said, my Twitter, it's a mess, the engagement's low, that makes sense, it's a fire hose, too much content. However, if you personally use Twitter different than you used everything else, and instead of posting on it, it's when you engaged with people or jumped into conversations mm-hmm. or culture hacked it, mm-hmm. you would crush. If you, if you, if you would jump into like, when Ninja and Drake are on Twitch, if you jump in and it's like, boys, leave a seat for me, it would have been huge for you. Got it? So it's a, it's a counter-punching platform around copy. And this is, and this is super important. I think you're getting a sense for me. Like, I'm telling you right now, the world is grossly underestimating the strategy and nuances of these platforms. Like, I think you can tell, this is not like ha ha ha, like this is very deep, psychographic, mathematical, creative strategy. Twitter, I think, is remarkably interesting. For example, Wendy's is growing their business flat out on the back of snarky and clever Twitter engagement. And guess what? Twitter engagement doesn't cost you $80,000 for video production. Doesn't cost, you see where I'm going? So there's a lot of people here who are quite clever and that might be the platform. And that is actually, you know how it's tough to like, well what am I gonna post? What's amazing about Twitter is you don't have to do that. You can just follow the conversations, get involved. Like there's a meme right now going on based on do you hear, right? Like the two, I can already for you. Yeah, right? Like there's such a place for that, right? There's such a place, you, if, you could, if you're, you have to be creative, it's creative writing. Like this is where I think improv writers, comedy writers should live on, on Twitter because they have that sensibility. What about Google Plus? <laughs> I, I, it doesn't exist. Like what does that say? <laughs> <laughs> what does that think? You know, it, it, it kills me because I have seven million followers. You have, you have seven, Plus. you have seven, seven people. You have no, seven fa- that. million fake followers. The Are way they, they, they're fake because what they did at one point was they used 
uh, yeah. Gmail, and there was something else, Buzz, I'm trying to remember. They, like, yeah. they completely fabricated uh, the top of the funnel, how much you actually had, predicated on how much we use Google for other things. So okay. it made us all I, feel I, good. I still, but I spend no time there, even though there's these I don't like think, I, I genuinely live my life this way and haven't thought about it for four years, let alone been there. And then the obvious one, LinkedIn. LinkedIn's super interesting because LinkedIn was a utility for you know b- jobs and thing, and and has absolutely evolved into a co- content platform. Uh, LinkedIn's an incredibly thoughtful place for a lot of you. Uh, it's a place to do white papers and thoughtful. It, it's an incredibly interesting B two B place, but it's about producing content. It's about blogging and making videos and posting on LinkedIn, not spamming people and messaging them to like get a contract from them. And then is there anything on the horizon? Like is there, this is the next, and this you're smelling it and that people need to get on it early because the earlier you get on, you tend to you know, have a bigger following. So I think of social media more as like content, per se, right, because that's really where it evolves into. I'm completely obsessed with podcasting. I wouldn't call that. So that was my question. So last year, Mm -hmm. you kind of went around the room and said, if you're not doing a podcast, I'm paraphrasing, you're an idiot. I'm paraphrasing. But it was something like that. And me, hearing that, not as a student, but hearing that, I felt like an idiot. And next year, I'm going to do a version of that. I love it. Because you said that last year. I was super right about that and like, and I'm happy about it because it's really helped a lot of my, you know, all my content's free, my audience watches it, I love the idea of like them benefiting and so many of my audience, because of that rant that I was going on two years ago, I mean voices, get ready. Like, no question, the most exciting thing for me in technology is the voice platform. I mean, blockchain's an unbelievable technology, it's the internet itself, there's so much to talk about. AR is gonna be super rad. Machine learning and AI, super interesting. But for me, the reason I'm obsessed with voice and the apps that are gonna be built on top of Alexa and Google Home and Apple Pod is that we're about to be affected for real, for real in about 36 months. Like you are going to, I would say, yeah, I'm looking around like, you, you would have never guessed, I bet you, all of you, looking around, just kind of like gauging ages here, it would have been hard for you to believe how much texting compared to how much phone calling you would be doing. If I sat here eight years ago and said, I promise you, 96% of your behavior is gonna be texting, not calling, you would have had a tough time making that leap. You would have said maybe 50-50. I'm saying it right now, remember it one day. I can't wait for you to email me. You were gonna be blown away by how much voice interaction you're gonna do in seven years. You're not gonna type. You're not gonna type. Which is like crazy, right? Go ahead, Tula. Are we gonna read? So are you we're always that we're gonna hear it, or are we going to be talking look, into look, it? And it look, 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 guys. It everything goes in a circle, right? Everything goes in a circle. I didn't think I was gonna type in my life sitting in high school. I'm gonna be an entrepreneur. I'm not gonna type. I'm not gonna use type. Why would I type? Then my whole life became type, right? It's all type. It's all like now we're all deep into type. We're gonna go back to it because what we care about is lack of friction and speed. And it's going to be faster for you to do something with a voice device always on, everywhere, always, than it is to take out your phone and text your mom. You'll be like, mom, I'm gonna be late. And it's gonna be done. We're talking about like, 
So like it's way, 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 way bigger it's than you think. Like a lot of me. So my mom, she's living with me now and she had an Alexa. And I was like, <laughs> get that thing out my house right now because I'm just so nervous about being rec- everything that I say being recorded. But it's a generational thing. Of course, so it's I always care. a generational thing. My son's thing. not gonna care. Of course, you know? of course. And, and eventually we're all gonna understand that privacy doesn't exist, yeah. which is gonna be the best thing for the human race. Just to, on the record. Thanks guys for listening. Please, please, please share the podcast and make sure you've subscribed because a bunch of you aren't subscribed and more importantly, a bunch of you listen every day and haven't told your friends it's the best podcast in the world. I'm watching. (laughs) Have a great day.